Welcome to the podcast, or welcome to the freaking meeting or the conference. Call to order. Call to order. Nah, nah, nah. Just playing, just playing, y'all. We don't. We it's 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 all right. We do things we do things a little bit differently around here. Uh, none of this, none of this nonsense. Where like ever anyone's no. What here's what I'm saying. If you got if you guys wanna if you wanna. If you want to crack a brew, if you want to um, freaking hit each other, uh, ride around on scooters, that's the kind of office we run. It's totally cool. It's because we work hard, play hard around here. Uh, that's the kind of work environment that we have. We got a slide in the in the break room. We have a slide. Nobody is allowed to use it, but we do have a slide. Don't freaking touch that slide, dog. Um, but yeah, you know, we, we, at, at, at any good business meeting, there's, there's the schmoozing ahead of time. Um, that's what this is. The small talk segment of the show. And I think that the small talk that makes going into the office completely necessary. You're absolutely right. Uh, should we do a let's do a let's do a horrible um uh icebreaker corporate icebreaker going around mm. the room and introducing ourselves um can we get three interesting facts about you that's the that's, worst one that's a, that's such a bad one perfect let's start with that uh my name is will Th- three is such a high number for this that doesn't count as one. You got to do your name in three facts. It's <laughs> just commentary. I am using my phone as a webcam for the first time. That's not really about me, is it? There's a certain wiggle room that seems like that okay. gets tightened up by the end of the circle of people who've gone around, and everyone's like, right. "That's not a." By the last <laughs> person, but the first person gets away with absolute murder. I would say. All right. Uh, the second one is that I've gotten away with murder before, and the third fact uh, is that I plan to kill again. Mine have always been. Um, I always, I always kind of, I've, I think I've picked out kind of a perfect blend of bland and forgettable that works for me in those types of situations. So mine, oh, it's so good living out of state that you're born in because mine are left-handed. I'm from Iowa, and I have an older brother. No one <laughs> is interested in hearing more about any of those facts. That left-handed is the complete story. This it's is what 11. I can do. It's 11 on the table. Yeah. This is what I can do with using my phone as a webcam, so that I can point it at 11. And this is this is my new weapon against 11. Spray bottle. Oh, nice. Oops. In the background, there's drugs. He's showing and there's, me his, show me in the background there's drugs. Somehow, app, I opened Apple Music on accident during that process of doing that. Thanks, Apple Music. Uh, yeah, that's that's really good. I do think that should be one of our segments is horrible corporate icebreakers at the beginning. Whenever there's a guest, we put them on the spot immediately with no, you know. Yeah, and we'll do it ourselves too every time. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> we can look, look, I can google this. Uh uh icebreakers for corporate corporate meetings. Hey, fuck off, stop. 
Could you leave the uh, desk? Jesus. Okay. You'll run into some wild people who have like a combination of, uh, or it's either one or the other. It's like they're giving the same kind of facts that I gave and pretending and like thinking they'll they'll inspire follow-up questions. And then um, people who overshare something like just like private. The overshare like, is really cool. Something like their fursona or something like that will come up. <laughs> We're going to go around the room and share what our fursonas are. All right, go. All right. You'll What's one? one word you do, you'd use to describe yourself? Everyone picks one and then they're referred to by that name throughout the meeting. That's not a name. That's a horrible, horrible activity. But that could be a good podcast idea. What if just the podcast was just trying to make each other uncomfortable? <laughs> the uh, point, okay, to, okay, what we're doing here in this recording, we are, to set the stage a little bit, Atticus and I are, 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 are planning, about, planning starting a podcast. Uh, we're recording some of the planning process, uh, which may not be that interesting, but uh, I guess we're also soliciting feedback. So if people have ideas. Potential clients. Yeah, the, the do, are we locked on the name? Do we like no. the name? Well, I think it's good, but I think it's good too. Okay, but, we're locked. Okay, cool. So the name is Executive Client Research, and I guess the basic premise is that Atticus and I are some big dog researchers, or not not research. We're we're business style individuals, and we are presents. Biz hogs. We're we're doing, uh, we 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 research and present a brief about a subject or or a client to demonstrate our value to our clients every every uh, episode. Um, key point here though is that we're not actually going to do a bunch of research. I don't want to do a lot of no. prep. Yeah, riffing. There will be yeah. riffing with no prep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's mostly like I mean, we 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 mostly have just been sending each other uh, uh, Reddit posts uh, and comments a lot mm. lately. And if we can somehow m- meld these two together, like, oh, look, we're gonna do a deep dive on. Uh, and boy, that seems like a lot of effort already. So if something less effort than even browsing Reddit is <laughs> <laughs> coming your way, yeah. Uh, you know, and that's that's all right. Uh, so. Starting with an ice, so we're, I, I think it'd be fun to have have segments. Okay. Uh, start with the an icebreaker, ice some horrible icebreaker. Um, we'll take a bio uh, break and maybe talk about oh, what's happened to us over the week. Oh man, <laughs> bio break is good. And a hard out, and that could be what we're going to struggle with for the rest. Of the I've day. got a hard out in thirty <laughs> seconds. Um, I gotta do a hard out straight into the bathroom. Uh, the down. <laughs> uh, so if we could download me, uh, on this situation, you ever hear that? People ever say that? No. Do you ever hear this? Uh, let's double click on that. What does that mean? It's like when uh, a topic gets brought up and we want to speak more on that. It's like, oh, it's. Let's double click on that. No. <laughs> so they're asking for follow-up information as hyperlinked through Wikipedia or something. I don't even know. I guess it's, that's not even double-click. It's, it's, it. it's, it, yeah, it's crucial. Computer, computer. 
inherent to all of these is, is is nonsense, right? Like it doesn't nothing actually makes sense. Um, and it's poorly poorly thought through. Um, one, of my, one of my favorite Wikipedia articles was, um, like corporate speak. They just had like a bunch of versions of corporate jargon. Oh, nice. That might be helpful. Uh, I think that when we we actually get to the brief, that's when it, like that's 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 the segment. That's the meat. That's the meat of it. Okay. And the point is that you and I work for our agency is called Executive Client Research, and we are. Uh, We're trying to, are we kind of Nathan for you? style offerings of suggestions or maybe things that aren't working for us currently you know like good question are we giving advice to mcdonald's that they need to become wiki donald's and switch it to yeah w? yeah i think i think that there's some element of like we are we are experts on the subject uh that is being brought up here and we're cons- we're consultants right mm-hmm. uh and uh, our our client is baseball. <laughs> it's baseball. Well, let's see. Like, if so, we've been we've been one 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 of the Reddit things that we've been talking about recently is like the people who do, uh, like the tech productivity people, mm-hmm. like uh, using a using an OLED TV as your as your uh your computer monitor mm-hmm. kind of thing, and so um, our is 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 this the angle that uh, our client that we we're explaining to our client why you should be like this guy like why this guy is mm. is uh, he has the right idea uh and you want the biggest set of fucking cans you can get kind of thing style. okay yeah uh, maybe and when yes and when you said you met headphones there yes yes uh i think that would be so we're like trying to like you need to buy into this like you need to become this type of person if you want to succeed in business or uh that or we could i mean there's there can be some topics that aren't as like uh fun as that necessarily hey marlo good boy yeah where like i think we can probably here's why you don't want to be like this okay (laughs) too sure uh but like our listeners are our clients. I think that's the way we got to go. Oh, okay. So maybe like what you can take from this type of person, or I don't know, just it's information that you can. Crucially, <laughs> it's all bullshit. So, <laughs> so <laughs> there needs to be a... some fit premise. Maybe it's just like Financial Times. Here's some insight on something we've gathered today. Just an opinion piece. Tech bros are idiots or tech bros. Yeah, we're brief. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're briefing our clients about uh, okay. things okay. happening. Initially, I was kind of thinking it was like almost like a Mad Men situation where like one episode Coca-Cola is our client and we like send them away with a really great ad campaign or like you guys need to start dumping, um, need to put start putting Coke back into the Coca-Cola. But I see that we're, our, we are at our client service telling them what they need to know about I like what you just said topic can we can we somehow it also sounds like it could be a lot of work though so but well it could just be here's your solution and it's just us complaining about it <laughs> and like that's what's wrong i mean with really it. that is airlines need to 
seriously start being fair to people could be really <laughs> you know yeah well, I mean, yeah yeah that, that, that maybe part of this is 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 assuming that uh i mean of course our client coca-cola is listening to this mm-hmm. uh, at the time and so we're we're gonna be pitch pitching to them uh, but it can vary based on what we're doing well i'm okay with i don't I, I feel like the the content is largely the same it's Really, just a tiny bit of framing. We're kind of thinking. Yeah, and yeah, that stuff that can change. I just we just, we got to we're just trying to find a starting point. You know? Yes. Yeah. So let's let's tr- maybe. Um, <laughs> I'm just going going through our recent uh, messages, and I'm already seeing a couple that we could jump in on. He's on the company Slack. This is on the company Slack, of course. It would be so silly for uh, f- friends outside of work to like communicate using <laughs> Slack. Okay, uh, so the two that I've got <laughs> start. Let's start with an easy one. The guy who uh, uh, guy who thinks uh, Dawes sound different. Ooh, yeah. So, so we should start with probably baseline understanding of what this person believes so uh he's got let's a download about... let's, well, we're, before we double click okay, on the sure uh on, on the topic at hand we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna download our clients about the you know situation at play sure so um let's first tackle the acronyms in here we got daw mm-hmm. poking out at me that's a digital audio workstation that's that's what uh, people who m- produce music record into. And um, there are people who believe that the sound is not just, you know, it's not a combination of microphone, cable, you know, it, it's something internal that's going to adjust the sound um, instead of it just reading the ones and zeros. They think that the program they're recording into inherently itself has its own sound, which if any of them imparted anything onto the sound, everyone would stop using them. It's uh, from my understanding, it seems to be there. There's, there's a spiritual element to recording and producing music. It seems, Mm -hmm. or there's, there's a, a, a certain amount of superstition and maybe some mumbo jumbo and, uh, and, and and I'm saying I'm not necessarily saying that's a bad thing. I think that there's like a lot there's there's a lot of vibes based. Uh, they say you can hear the singer if they're smiling while recording. Yeah. Or, you know, we should be doing it on this old machine that's been, you know, yeah, like all of yeah. that stuff in every single there, and there's stage. A, there's, there's a very who's... strong connection to equipment used. If I'm, you know. Yes. Uh, understand correctly yeah that, yeah it's like and and, and you know the, there are and, and it's it sounds like there are probably good reasons for some obviously using different microphones will make things sound different uh using a different guitar is going to sound different uh they're you know different uh there's some some obvious things about this and like the, uh back when things were being recorded uh, not straight into a digital audio workstation, like using, or I guess early, 
earlier in the chain, if you do th different things to the signal, it's going to change uh, the sound of things. Like if you use a certain compressor, like a fit, like a, a device, it's going to sound different than another compressor uh, potentially. Right. Yes. Or even, and people will say like, um, there's plugins that emulate what a physical hardware is going to do. And when you start getting to these really snobby people, which, you know, maybe, maybe it feels snobby just cause I have not been in the same room to feel what they're hearing or whatever. But, um, they think that, uh, one machine to the other of the same manufacturer and year will individually perform differently. So, you know, the heart, it, hardware wears out differently sure. supposedly and it burns in so you know there's plugins that emulate like a specific... the wrong part of things you oh know? gotcha like, <laughs> you know you, like oh it's uh it's it's simulating tape distortion something going wrong essentially or like worn in the down way tape. that 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 specific one used at abbey road is uh, currently worn down to or something yeah so, yeah there's there's um, and I honestly kind of like, kind of like that. Uh, it, it just, or I, I, like, there's something charming about uh, uh, thinking about it in this way. Uh, I don't believe I, I don't believe people can really tell the difference between a lot of this type of thing. Um, I think that it. I think there is a lot of superstition involved, uh, but. But it might put you in the right mood to do something else that's cool. Yes, yes. Because at the end of the day, you are like you are going to be recording some sort of musical, artistic performance that isn't, uh, you know, a purely some mathematical uh, function, right? Like there is going to be some like human um, artistic element. Uh, I think that sometimes th it's easy to press too hard on that sort of gear obsession though and mm -hmm. get like when it when it when it turns into consumerism though that's when uh like it can it can it can go wrong like i don't know if you like if you like if if you like plugging the 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 microphone into uh the the, the physical thing and doing it that way and it puts you in the right uh frame of mind and it's like satisfying like the whole part the whole process should be satisfying you know like mm -hmm. if you're getting satisfaction out of it that's fine and that's not necessarily something you can super quantify but yeah driving yourself crazy over um different bits and pieces along the way uh is silly and i think that this is a good example of uh driving yourself crazy over different pieces <laughs> bits and pieces um that okay that dot that dot audio engines have different sounds so like logic pro inherently sounds different than ableton like if you were to uh plug the same microphone into the same preamp into the same if everything. either of those programs imparted onto its sound something that you weren't telling it to do it would i think people would abandon that program so yeah. i don't think they can have flavors <laughs> they might inspire you to do your workflows different and like it's got different tools and you might you know you might spend an hour producing the same song in one and an hour producing the same song in the other and get a different sound but that's you know it's because you're reaching the tools are arranged differently i feel like when you're looking yes. at them so this guy here says they all have different summing architecture 
Ergo, a different sound, whilst audio is in platform. If you can't hear the difference between Logic and Pro Tools, for example, you are deaf and might to consider a different career. Okay, so that's almost, that sounds like bait. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, um, I feel like that's like just taking aim at everyone in the comments at once because everyone's going to be like oh my god i'm sure they just got destroyed in the comments well this is a blue check so all bets are off okay yeah um and you know as an as an expert on summing architectures uh, you know when i uh, appear on this podcast i know i have deeply done my research and i know all the uh everything what he's talking about uh Mm-hmm. not at all man like um here's the thing if like it, it just comes down to exactly what you said if it actually sounded different uh i don't know it would be obvious that people would know you know like it not so me, so maybe, so therefore but i may maybe i wouldn't notice but like the best everyone world class in the world are using all all of them and you on Reddit or you in Twitter, you're the, you have not discovered something that means that everyone else is deaf. Like the people in the top studios in the world are deaf. Right. Uh, I also have like very strong doubts of that, like digital summing algorithms, like to some signals. I'm, I've, it seems like something that is almost like inherently uh contradictory or like that that it would possibly it could possibly be different this one gets two when it adds one and one together yeah and like this and one it's, gets three. everything is gonna yeah um i don't know if there are some like fringe things happening uh uh like uh i mean there's there's so much of this stuff like i i i, I kind of wish i could have the ears of the people who okay so okay so so so, so, so some 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 piece of this. Okay, I don't think anyone can ever actually tell if a signal was recorded in one DAW or another. I think that's crazy. Uh, I think that... Uh, I know I certainly can't, but my stronger version is that I don't think anybody can automatically tell. Uh, I do think, though, that I do not necessarily have the same tra- ear training uh, that... A professional mixer does when i watch like mixing tutorials or uh stuff on youtube i'm doing a lot of uh, nodding my head and saying sure but like i mm-hmm. believe them you know like they wouldn't they, you wouldn't pay mixing engineers a lot of money if uh it was it was a nonsense thing you know like i'm sure i'm sure i'm sure it all makes a difference um so I guess I want to point out that that there is there is a gap between that kind of thing, and uh, sometimes I wish I could like, I mean it's just a matter of spending time and like studying it, I guess, right, to like be able to tell things apart because I feel like it's 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 interesting to be able to really like tell if there are uh, if there's interference in the high frequencies if you do like a low a low cut thing or something, right, or like there's these different like uh effects people talk about if you screw up your signal chain or 
I'm kind of gesturing towards probably a bunch of different things that aren't isn't actually one, but I'm sure you run into as a as a musician who produces your own stuff, like the th- the kinds of things that people are are talking about with like these like t- tiny little changes and all mm-hmm. of these like tiny little things that get uh, created along the way. I think also part of the problem is that um, some of that's real and I, I, like all of it's real. Um, I believe it. Fine. I said it. I believe it. Okay, fine. Leave me alone. But uh, I think people also, there's like a economy of tutorial people because mm. there's no money in making music. Like, or, like uh, it's hard to make money just making music. Just being just a musician. Yeah, because it's turned into such a consumerist, like, um, everyone has the tools. So you having the tools isn't good enough anymore or i i, I don't you having the music isn't good enough anymore you gotta yeah. be able to market and and one way is just stuff. i'll be a youtube tutorial person yeah and i'll give okay advice um and one of the ways you do that is by talking really confidently <laughs> so might be what we're doing with this show <laughs> I'm just a little skeptical of the, you know, the economy on YouTube. Yeah, don't take it for tutorials. That like, yeah, the the, yeah, the people who really know what they're doing have other things to do. (laughs) Right. Yes, there is a certain vibe to a tutorial in 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 different fields, uh, like, like in the stuff that I know more about, I guess, uh, that you can. What, what like there's an absolute economy of uh youtube uh video uh influencer mm-hmm. type people and uh this this is ac- this is actually a pretty good dovetail with the like uh tech uh people or like tech productivity like i'm writing a review of a keyboard that will help more that will more efficiently help me write this review of the keyboard mm-hmm. uh kind of thing where the YouTube uh, video people are just doing YouTube uh, kind of thing. And uh, here's a tutorial about a thing that you that I'm using in this YouTube video. And I'm not necessarily 100% against it. I think it's like, I think YouTube can be fun and all of that. Um, but uh, you can definitely, like if you go there for like, if you want to do anything other than like YouTube videos or like you're interested about like what's like an, an actual industry standard or an actual industry practice. Uh, there are some people who know about that kind of thing that are making YouTube videos and the way that you can kind of tell that they know what they're talking about oftentimes is uh, they're filming it like on their phone and it's, it's a really bad video yeah. and uh, they're like mad, <laughs> you know, yeah. like there's a lot of like, uh, uh, or like they're in, they're in their garage, um, and it's like it's not it's they don't got the like the RGB influencer setup and stuff like uh, all this kind of thing. It's uh, there, there's a certain roughness to the quality that yeah. like does indicate that they do know what the heck they're talking about. This isn't like their one chance, you know. This isn't their everything to be polishing this video about frame rates used yeah. in the industry. <laughs> Yeah, there's a there's a guy I follow, the cranky cameraman who does who 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 is this exact like style guy where um, he'll like talk about 
uh, some new piece of gear is his thoughts on like whatever camera or whatever thing comes out but he and uh he is talking about it from his uh van that he uses to uh uh, do jobs for and he's like yeah i sleep in the van and it is it is the least like van life on instagram looking thing it's it's like it looks rough. oh fuck do you <laughs> sleep in that Ugh. it's really making me think the filmmaking life isn't as glamorous as it yeah. could be <laughs> that's not good <laughs> yeah um not to i mean no shit on this guy it's not like it's dirty or anything it's just like he uses it for work and you can tell that it uses yeah. that he uses it for work. Uh and like yeah, being a working professional has certain uh indicators in that field. So it's funny, like I feel like uh every industry must have these types of like huge divides where people kind of coalesce around different tools like editors you know like you do you do you where where, where's the line between having like a preference and like like your your fanboy like your your sony xbox divide Mm. where do you think that line comes in in terms of how strong of an opinion can you have before you're like "Mm, this is it's a good question let's talk and and let's double click on that let's uh let's let's talk through it as a group because I certainly have very strong preferences about the tools that I use, and I'm sure that not all of them are based in like pure cold rationality. Um, yeah. I am more uh, turned off of things than I am attracted to things. Like I, I'm less of a fanboy than whatever. Like I, I've been a hater. I'm more of a hater than a fanboy if that makes sense Mm -hmm. like um it's not that i necessarily love canon cameras it's that i uh am a sony hater Uh, Mm -hmm. and which is true okay and it is also that is a bit irrational i will admit to that uh you know I, i don't know is it do we want to get into the specifics of like why different like why different tools are preferred than others. I guess so. I mean, I feel like, well, oh, maybe not necessarily, but uh, <laughs> like, I feel like uh, that's interesting. I feel like I'm that way with the closer it is to tech, the more likely I'm, I am to feel hatred <laughs> of the other <laughs> rather than, ah. you know, because like guitars feel still a little old world they're a music maker and they make instruments. So I like Fender or whatever. Mm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're doing horrible things. You know, I don't want to endorse <laughs> Fender, but we use the child know, sure torturing device yeah. to put the strings on. Yeah. I'm sure there's something unsustainable and problematic about their manufacturing production, but I don't know that specifically, but I don't like, apple i hate windows or (laughs) like i don't like android i hate iphones or whatever it is i think i'm more that way like the further away from like something i can you know irrationally justify as Mm. art tools i feel like i get 
turned off of things. Uh, I don't know. Like I'll carry those reasons. Like those things stick with me. Like, um, like Adobe Premiere. Like I hate, I hate Adobe so much. Uh, I hate their products. I hate their services, frankly. Uh, and, uh, love the company though. Believe in the company. <laughs> stability issues of like premieres, especially are, uh, extreme and like the, the bunch of like bullshit changes along the way. And then the thing, the way that they seem to ignore, uh, like usability concerns in favor for adding just like, they just want to bolt on new features all the time so they can justify like a subscription model or like what it seems to be tied to their, you know, bad, their, uh, bad, not that like you can't have business practices that aren't capitalist, but like they are at a certain stage of, like tech company that is like the ever expand become monopoly like horrible bloated giant stuff that is like really obvious that that uh it maybe they're not providing that much value at this point they're just kind of uh being vampiric mm-hmm. uh so uh, i really really hate some of their shit and so i'm like i'm like it's it, it's things that like uh you know, like I have, I have a really, I have a project that just like keeps fucking crashing all the time, uh, and like I'll carry that with me a lot more than like I don't had a really good experience editing another thing, but yeah. it does add yeah. up. Like I will like be like, well, man, I mean, I've switched to Resolve and I haven't had like I haven't had to uh, step away from my computer and like text my friend chris like basically a manifesto that uh would get me onto the news uh if it got leaked (laughs) um i haven't had to do that in a few months and so i do it it, 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 i sort of like intellectually come around and like i I might be a fan i'm less of a i guess a fan than i am like no it still is just being a hater it's like down with adobe i guess yeah I think uh I think my closest like company for that I feel like is it, um Ableton has me kind of captured currently but um I feel like You were talking about maybe switching. I tried. I tried multiple times like I spent a whole afternoon like opening Logic getting a couple things down and then going could do this next thing really quickly or yeah i would i know how to do this and it would work and giving up and going to do it in ableton and then realizing i sat down literally to get myself to use logic and then like okay i'm gonna really i really am gonna use logic and then going back over and wanting to be able to focus on what i'm doing rather than the tools so i can't switch at this point <laughs> no i i tried switching to resolve like a number of times like i, I like I, I bounced off a couple times, so I I assume it's comparable. That I don't know. Um, I mean, also it does seem it does it it does sound like uh, the industry consensus is that that might I, that is probably more <laughs> the case about Logic that uh, the tools kind of do like Ableton is actually very good at like stripping away uh, the 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 intermediaries between you and music making. Yeah. The idea. 
it does seem a little bit more immediate or something but yeah and that's not that you can't do it in logic but that like yeah that you know ableton did, did smartly in you know structure their thing such that you are you are you, you are closer to finger painting than you are uh doing code art i don't know <laughs> yeah i and i've uh also like locked myself in in certain ways that i've gotten like um a controller that only works for logic and or uh, for ableton so there's certain mm -hmm. things that are just like maybe it's okay to just admit that i'm stuck <laughs> oh so you're are you, are you throwing in the towel you, you were I'm, mad about the you about the business practices I'm was mad going about on the right business, yeah i feel like um i've just decided to you know what don't be on the cutting edge you know just use 11 as long as i need 11 for so and that's that's the last uh yes that's the most recent release and they're they just announced 12 a couple like a week or two ago that's coming out early 2024 and my frustration was well now i'm like not gonna get any like nothing that i want is ever gonna come to me the only way it could is if i was on uh 12 you know because there'd be future updates but it's like so you're upgrading for the hope that they fix what you want to fix like if they ever oh, fix what you want to gotcha. fix maybe then then do it <laughs> but mm. if i don't want what they've promised wait until they promise something you want you know damn demand better say that again. if you uh that was a good ass line that was a, that, that was a hard bar uh if they don't promise something that you want if you don't want anything they promise, wait until they promise something you want. Yeah. Because I'm like, I want them to add such and such. And then I'm like, oh, Ableton 12 is coming out. Let me check, see what they've added. They didn't add that? Okay. That's disappointing because I wanted it to be added at some like, onto this, Ableton 11. But once Ableton 12 comes out, they're not going to like, work on Ableton 11. So I'm like, I guess I have to go to 12 for any chance of getting it ha to happen. But now I'm thinking, wait for them to like, say they're going to do it. Mm. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, can I try, try my hand at presenting another brief? Yes. Okay. Uh, bear with me to see. If, is this good? So that first one was just kind of like, we, we just kind of riffed and, and, and went off. Uh, I like where we ended up. We got we some drilled good... down. We drilled down. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> we unpacked. Uh, this next one is it's. There's a guy. Uh, I want to. I want. I want to tell tell our clients about this guy that's out there. He's on Reddit. Uh, his name is uh, Bob Zellin. Real first and last name. I am. It's not doxing because it's his Reddit username. And he is uh, a video. How to describe what Mister Zellen does? But he sets he sets up video editing servers uh, as his as his job. Uh, but he is all he's he's a legend on the uh, the r slash editors forum or subreddit. And uh, he'll he his his posts are characterized by being. I guess you could charitably call them no nonsense. You could also <laughs> maybe call them uh, like pretty rude <laughs> in a lot of ways. Uh, 
it's mostly the 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 unvarnished truth coming from Bob though. Um and I'm not going to read all of this, but uh you know, someone is interested in doing some like remote video editing on the road and Bob here says everything you are thinking about is wrong. <laughs> and he starts off that Got way. Luke Skywalker out here. And then as the as the uh as the post goes on and it's a long post as the post goes on, you're getting more and more all caps phrases. Um, so how do you do, how do you expect to do full remote editing? You cannot add new footage. And then he goes on a little bit of a rant here about, uh, antitrust, um, in the, in, in the midst of things. And, you know, people on, on, on the, on, on this uh, subreddit, like they understand that he's a, he's a local character, right? Like he's like, he's the guy. (laughs) There's been a sighting. Yeah. And so like, if, I don't know if like I showed up and like gave a Bob comment like that people like you know you'd get downvoted and I don't know people are probably like what the fuck's wrong with you but like you know when, when he does it it's like uh, it's an honor to get a Bob Zellin reply thank you and then uh, he starts getting um... <laughs> oh shoot how do you do a okay 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 uh he's uh the bob starts asking the uh the guy about his username um and the, there's like a piano reference in his mu- in his username and bob's like do you play the piano i like and play the weird stuff not no one likes that stuff too technical not musical enough for most people that's why i listen to tool rush uh tosin abasi and tim henson um and uh, the the guy's like, no, I don't, no, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I like piano. I like playing around with like keyboards and synthesizers. Uh, I like weird stuff. That's right. And then like Bob himself does does a deep dive on like the stuff that he's that he likes, and he says, "I'm going to give you a lesson in music now. <laughs> you will <laughs> never make money playing this music. However, you will make money mu- pl- w- playing music like this. One band is cool. One band makes money." P.S. Every every girl in this in one of these videos needs a shower. <laughs> like I don't know what you, what's going on. He just, it, so, he's he's an old guy who corners you. Is basically this guy's vibe. Uh, I don't know how old he, can, he is. He seems to have helpful advice for a very very narrow thing, but that doesn't stop him from expanding. Exactly. <laughs> he sees an in. Yeah, and thinks that people yeah. respect not just his opinion on this, but everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess if like yeah, you have specific questions about like hard drives and network attached storage, Bob can help like at a certain price point, like as a single editor, whatever. Like Bob can help you, but like we're not interested in your takes on the piano stuff, man. <laughs> 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 on whether or not you should can be making money. If I also kind of feel like to your point earlier like to be so confident that like uh learning a certain genre of piano playing is going to be a money maker kind of at all in and of itself is uh probably an outdated view of things which is yeah sad <laughs> right sad thing it's, it's definitely not um evergreen that really lucrative piano music you're always hearing on the radio uh 
it's just there's just money out there for the taking and there's really just not the bandwidth for it the first time somebody asked me i got a corporate job what my bandwidth is like right now uh he he just came in and is like well what's your bandwidth like right now and so i not my white ass pulling up speedtest.net uh i i i literally did a speed test and um he thought i was joking and i thought he was joke it was a, it was a confusing thing but yep he was asking me to do more work was he someone who's allowed <laughs> to give you work ah boy that job um so it was someone who was allowed to add unclear. projects that seems classic I wasn't corporate quite when you're sure, not sure who my boss was uh, at, at, at that job. Uh, it, seemed I, it's, it seemed like I was the lowest man on the totem pole, so I just did anything that anybody asked me to, which is the wrong way to approach a job, I found out. Um, makes, you, makes you really mad, too. And, uh, quit after five months. But, uh, yeah, he, he asked me to do it, do more stuff after asking me what my bandwidth was like. That was where I bowed to so the you're CEO supposed to, too. So and they talk um, of like this kind of respect you're supposed to do. I know they do in the, in the work in the workplace. But the, like CEOs are like there's the I I see it now like about this there's like a reverence people have for executives. And it's really fucking shitty. Um, yeah, when uh executives would would visit um our building, there was a lot of really pathetic. Groveling. waiting at the door like a dog god just like pawing to go out waiting for the executive that's so disgusting up. yeah Ugh. Groveling. before i started that job that i was just talking about they this is the and this is the first oh dude maybe this would be a whole podcast in and of itself but they sent me um a they told me to read a book, uh, and it was called Effective Immediately Has Attachment. Let's see if I can pull this up. And it was about like uh, how to manage upwards, how to like anticipate your boss's needs. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. This is how to like – that's so sad. Why are people like that? Why are they like, you know who really needs to read this? Is anyone below me? And it's just like – how to how to pleasure me what all right i'm gonna i i am bad at searching my email inbox yeah it was it was it was yeah uh, it was where i learned the term managing upwards um which is cool just do your boss's job for them i guess supervise yourself any uh, i'll get granting vacation days to yourself on this uh any other uh segments that we should hit on this like we've got the horrible corporate icebreakers got the brief um talk about double click and bio break i'm not sure what either of those could entail necessarily maybe uh could see if you've had any emergencies over the last over the last week any roadblocks yeah roadblocks and helping hands joys and concerns of uh the corporate <laughs> world 
Well, bio break um, could be like whether you've had any close ones. Uh, I will never have uh, those stories, especially not one that happened yesterday. I had to. Leave... <laughs> <laughs> no, I had to leave a, a family Thanksgiving. I had to leave Zoe's family Thanksgiving and drive an hour back to my house. So, and she had to catch a ride with somebody else. <laughs> Didn't have, couldn't, couldn't wait. It literally couldn't. Uh I thought I first of all I I thought I clogged the, the there was there's one bathroom in the house. And I thought that's, I clogged the one that's bathroom. That's a setup for no success. It's not a successful setup. Yeah. It's 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 frankly the premise of a horror movie if I'm watching it. There's only <laughs> one bathroom in this house. And it's I'm dangerous. thinking yo, yo. This, this isn't good. You know what's worse than that? One bathroom, no fans. Nothing loud that you could turn on. And it's in the middle of... It's where everyone's hanging out. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Is that the situation? Yes. Uh, so you had to yeah. pull out some Drake? <laughs> some <laughs> Drake on your phone. phone? Yeah. I mean, I was doing it, doing things as stealthily as I could, but I did, you know, had to blow it up. <laughs> and uh, I had to like, get up for the tape. And then, uh, like... You know, Zoe and I had to come up with a a dog excuse. Said that like, oh, my parents couldn't end up watching the dogs the way that they said they could, so I had to throw them out of the bus a little bit. They're like, oh. oh, I have to run home and get them, <laughs> take care of, take let care them of out. the dogs. Yeah, the dogs really out. need to poop really bad, really, really, really bad, really bad, really, really, really bad. Gotta go, gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dogs just blew up your bathroom, which is. <laughs> I don't know what they have. Also not like absolving you from any <laughs> responsibility either. Yeah. <laughs> do that? Um it did come at, right after too that like uh like the the new baby in the family had a blow uh a blowout as as they were describing it uh herself and the baby uh, had yeah, a blowout. Yeah, the baby had a blowout. I had a blowout, sorry. Kind of changed. Had, yeah. And not to be upstaged, I you know threw my hat in the ring. So like I'm going <laughs> to be an even no, bigger problem as a thirty year old man. Yeah, <laughs> let me show. You I'll show out. you. I'll show you having a dang problem, uh, keeping your poop in. And, <sighs> dude, I have to figure out what's wrong with me. I was thinking the whole time driving home. It's and it was it was a fifty. It's a fifty one minute drive. You're thinking this is a wake up call. I've had so many wake up calls. I don't even know what to do. I even brought Tums ahead of time and I took them uh, to because uh, <laughs> I knew something like this might happen. <laughs> so, are we keeping a food journal to see? Is it, have you noticed any, is there any food that upsets you? Um, well, here's the thing. Uh, side note, this has always been a podcast idea of mine to have car talk, but car talk, but for poop. Like, <laughs> So what's the problem? Like what what caused your blowout? And you're like, well, what were you eating? Well, um, what did it sound like? Make the sound. <laughs> That's a classic over fibrous diet. Yeah, rumbling when I go into third gear. Tell me what life. you think is normal for the amount of like cabbage to eat in a day. You're eating way too much cabbage. I I have had problems with cabbage before, but um, so. It happens way too fast. For, okay, I guess my understanding is that like 
okay, w- when something doesn't agree with you, you eat something, something doesn't agree with you, don't you like find out later a little bit? I feel like it's sometimes like it'll be like you go to airliner and you have a slice. I'm not 15 within 15 minutes. That could be causing problems for me. I mean, yeah, same. Um, so what's going on? It's it, it, so it's just it's just in your in your tummy though. Like it's not like you're not really starting to digest it. Like, is there some sort of psychological element to it? Uh, I feel like it's not enough time for it to actually like get into the system. But <laughs> maybe it's uh, maybe it's making way for itself. It's moving other things yeah. along. Yeah. Uh, actually, there might be like a. A, a family history element to this that we can investigate too. Cause I know that, uh, a family I, diarrhea tree. <laughs> no, I, th- I think that, I think our uncle has a, has a, has a term to describe, uh, a p- pooping real soon after you eat and it's volumetric displacement. Um, <laughs> but I, I mean, I think that that's not what's happening. Uh, because it's not, I'm not stuffed and it's just like, you know, pushing out some food to make room for new food, the way that that phrase implies. Uh, and it's not like I'm, and I'm not overeating. I don't think in these, in in these circumstances, uh, there, there must, there has to be some sort of ingredient that's immediately triggering an evacuation. I think, I think, because I think that's what it is. Can we tie it to cheese or milk? I am able to eat cheese and milk just fine, though. Like, I'm sure some of these things have cheese and milk in them. <laughs> um, I almost wondered if... I think I wonder if there's a, a psychological element to some of it uh, where... <laughs> uh, there, there's, like, a textural issue with one of the dishes i was eating but i was like i'll just i'll I'll eat it anyway it's it's not really what i was expecting but like i'll you know i'll 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 eat the whole thing there's no way (laughs) i don't think so i personally don't think so okay (laughs) i I, may i mean that seems to me it's making me giggle a lot so it seems unlikely that it's psychological (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you've got to be allergic to something. How could it, it be psychological? <laughs> well, uh, well, okay. If you were throwing of... it up, I feel like that would be more likely. I don't mean to be say it's purely psychological. I think that I think there's a delicate dance between the 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 mental and the physical uh, that one influences the other hmm. greatly. Where uh, I mean, like. I'll pass out when needles are around that kind mm-hmm. of thing. And like, that's, that's a mental thing, mm-hmm. but like I am legitimately unconscious too. At the same sure. Time. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, 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 that's kind of where it's coming yeah. from a little bit. And like, I don't know, stress causes irritable bowel syndrome or, you know, or like is a, is a trigger for that kind of thing. Um, but it does make sense that it does. The, the facts on the table do suggest that there's an allergy of some sort, uh, or or would it? I mean, because <laughs> because if I was okay, if I was allergic to let's say milk, first of all, I I'm not 
because I have milk and cereal and I'm fine. But let's say if it's milk and like something that I ate uh, yesterday had milk in it, uh, it like hit my tongue. And after 10 minutes, I'm like, oh, shit. And, you know, hit the bathroom and have it like it it, like it it starts irritating me. And it's like try to evacuate kind of thing. Uh, Wouldn't it be causing problems until it's gone? Right? Like until it's made its way through my system? Hmm. I suppose because, so. Uh, I don't... You're kind of like, if, doesn't if it take a, a while moment, for stuff to make... one moment, and then it's you're good for the day. Well, not yesterday. I did have uh, four moments yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But... Over but the course of... Of like two hours. Two hours. Okay. Uh... I wonder if any listeners have any suggestions for you. Crowdsource this. Yeah. Like, wouldn't it keep... Like, I don't... I guess I don't... I, I Doesn't it take, like, a day for you to process? Or, like, it takes a while to, like, food to go in to for, you know, all of this stuff to be extracted from it, all the nutritional value and everything, and, like, the leftovers to be deposited in the waiting room and then you you know take a poop eventually it, it like takes a while mm-hmm. um and so like and unless like can that be sped up if there's something that's not agreeing with you and that, that it's just like everything out everything goes and so like <laughs> i was so. able to get everything through in those two hours yeah i suppose so that would maybe i mean this is a conversation for your doctor don't have one of those. That's fair. They, they, they have, those guys have needles. <laughs> I don't those go guys to them. do have needles. <laughs> they also have to talk to you about your poop if you make them. You know? <laughs> yeah. How long do you think you, I should really get my money's worth. Like there's not a time limit. It's not like you book them for an hour, right? Like you can, uh, if this takes an hour, it's going to take an hour. Or like, cause they usually just like swing by and they're like, fuck you. And the, and like really quick, and they leave. They just they they're just buzzing by all the time. Yeah, I guess they're so. Like, Doc, while you're here, uh, listen to this episode of uh, Executive Client Research. My work has like this new thing that they're doing, where our well, I don't know how new it is, but it's relatively new in terms of bottles. It seems like, but that we have like a high deductible plan, and then a membership that the work pays for for like direct care is what they say and you can see a doctor like as many times as you need for free like you don't get charged to go to them because it's like a subscription service oh and it was like kind of pitched by like our benefits advisor that was like they uh want to cure encourage regular care yeah, and they want to cure you. They don't want to keep seeing you because, like, they don't get any more money from you if you come back again that same month, you know? like Interesting. And I also, like, are they incentivized then to, like, give you good care? It seems like if they're not getting, you know, there, there's another side to that as being a not a yeah, it's terminal. We need to just, you know, put you out of your misery right now. <laughs> yeah, that'll be cheaper for us to. But 
I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. I'm going to try it probably this next month just because that's when my insurance kicks on. But hmm. um, that, like, it makes sense. Yeah, it seems like it would be better because like it's a smaller office and you're not using your insurance all the time. Although then you don't ever hit your deductible. That's true. Hopefully you're only, I guess the idea is that you only use your insurance for surgeries. So like. Hopefully, I don't reach my It's going to be, yeah, thousands of dollars anyway at that point. Yeah. You'll, what about you'll prescriptions and stuff? Um, I think they that, can call them in, and then that might, you might then use your insurance for that, probably. So that would go towards the deductible. Yes. So you're, you may be paying full price on meds. Potentially. Also, I think they're supposed to be able to get good deals on that, too, if you ordered it through that. Huh? I seem like yeah. I'm a convert, but I have not tried it yet. I personally think that the existing healthcare system and insurance is set, yeah, it's set up so well that I'm skeptical of trying anything different. <laughs> uh yeah, you're pretty set in your ways. Yeah. To, I really like if it's, it. If it ain't broken, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. And not broken is how I would say. We're currently set up. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Don't know why anyone would think that it's broken. Uh well that was executive client research, I guess episode zero. Um now it's now it's happy hour time. We're gonna uh make bad decisions by the hotel pool um and trip and drown. That's the plan. Uh hopefully we have a golden parachute ready. Mm-hmm. I have the golden parachute and golden handcuffs set up. Do you do you have that? <laughs> I don't. I need to order some. And the golden watch. When I retire, they give me the gold the the gold watch, and the golden handcuffs and the golden parachute. And golden bullet to the brain. Very. That would be nice. What would that be? What What would a golden bullet to the brain be? It's when you receive a wonderful life insurance payout maybe mm. yes you fake your own death <laughs> <laughs> and you get to start a new life <laughs> golden bullet to the brain or is yeah. it maybe like a buyout of the comp of a company mm. I feel like and they kill the golden parachute like, well like they buy your company and they kill the brand but it's just like oh gotcha. rolled into we'll get back to everyone on that Tossing a golden frag grenade into the uh, <laughs> the mixer here in a little bit in a minute. Uh, congratulations, everybody! Every, everyone's getting a million dollars. I'm also disfiguring you for the rest of your life. Oh. So, when's okay. All right, thanks for listening. Goodbye.